You're listening to Protect His House on the Armor Up podcast. Our goal is to connect the good news of the gospel with our everyday lives. Here's this week's episode. Welcome to Protect His House, episode nine. I'm Will Washington. Thanks for listening. Today, we're going to start a six-week series on Psalm 23. It's one of the most well-known and loved passages in the entire Bible. I think it's really going to encourage us as we go through one verse at a time for the next six weeks. So before we do that, this is what I want to tell you is that I don't know if you've paid attention to this in your life over the past few weeks or so, but if you think about it and if you start to pay attention to it this week, you will realize that you see, just like I do, a ton of advertisements per day. When you think about it, whether it's on your phone, whether it's when you're watching TV, whether it's just when you're driving and you see billboards, we are surrounded by advertisements. There are some estimates that think that we see anywhere from 3,000 to 5,000 advertisements per day, depending on what we do and you know, how much we look at our phone and things like that. There are some estimates that actually think we see even more than that. If you think about that, that is a crazy amount of advertisements trying to tell us that we need this in order to be happy. We are surrounded by a culture of advertisements. Now, in our lives, this has a huge effect on us, whether we know it or not. Whether we know it or not, it can cause us great discontentment, meaning that we can feel like there is something that we need that we don't already have, that there is something that we need in order to be happy, in order to be complete. That's what I mean when I say discontentment. It can also cause us to have this fear that we're missing out on something, that we are missing something really cool, that we're missing an experience, that we're missing a product, that we're missing being with a certain kind of person. So it causes this discontentment, kind of this fear that we're missing something. The other thing it can do is it can actually come into our relationship with God. It can turn us into the kinds of people that see our faith, our Christianity, our involvement in our churches and ministries, kind of like they're products, kind of like we're people showing up at a store. And we can say, man, I like this. I don't like this about it. I kind of like the music. I don't like that these people don't come to this church, that kind of stuff. We can treat our relationship with God kind of like it's a product. And what that can in turn is it can also cause us to believe whether we know it or not, that yeah, we need Jesus. Yeah, we need some Christianity, but that's not enough. We also need other things. So we believe that we need Jesus plus something else. And what that can do is it can cause us to not really allow Jesus to influence every aspect of our lives, all because we simply believe that we need something that we don't already have. Now against that, I want to show us Psalm 23 verse 1. This is what David says in that psalm. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Now, like I said, that was written by David. And if you know anything about his life as it's revealed in First and Second Samuel, you will know that he experienced some really good times and he also experienced some really, really hard times. So he is saying this psalm, he is writing it in the midst of having all of those kinds of experiences. He is declaring that the Lord is his shepherd, no matter whether he's going through a hard time or a really good time. And that means that no matter where you're at today, whether you're in a hard time or whether you're in a good time, that this thing can be true of you. So this is what he's saying. He's saying that the Lord is my shepherd. 
Now, we know from the Bible that that God is the shepherd of all of his people as a whole, but he's also the shepherd of each individual member. And that's what David's saying. He's making it personal. He's saying the Lord is my shepherd. He is claiming that truth for himself. Now, if you think about that, what he's claiming is that this powerful creator God is David's personal shepherd who cares for him, who loves him, and who provides for him. Now, it's interesting that in John, Jesus calls himself the good shepherd. He says, my sheep hear my voice. And that's important because just like David saying, the Lord is my shepherd, you have an option on who's your shepherd. You can listen to other people's voices to guide you. You can listen to the Lord and his voice. You can listen to Jesus's voice as he speaks in the gospels. Or you can listen to someone else's voice. You can listen to what's popular in school. You can listen to what the culture is telling you. You can listen to advertisements. But every one of us, whether we know it or not, we have a shepherd. We have something that is guiding us, that is informing us, that we believe we need in order to be happy. Now, what David's saying is that the Lord is my shepherd. He's the one, the powerful creator God is the one who is my shepherd. Now, why does that matter? If that's true, if the Lord is your shepherd, what effect does that have? That's what he says in the second part of the verse. He says, the Lord is my shepherd, so I shall not want. Another translation of that, you could say, as the Lord is my shepherd, because he is my shepherd, I don't lack anything. There is nothing that I need because God is my shepherd. And what we know is this, in the gospel, because Jesus died on a cross and rose from the dead, if we trust in him, we get a relationship with God and God is the ultimate treasure. He is the greatest prize in the universe. He's the greatest good that there is. And he's saying that if you trust in Jesus and what he did for you, you get him. You get a relationship with him, which means that you don't lack anything that you need because in him is everything. So if you're in a hard season, and you feel like there's something that you're lacking, the truth of the gospel is that in Christ, because the Lord is your shepherd, you have everything that you need in that hard time. That Jesus plus nothing is everything. And in the weeks to come, we're gonna look at what that verse really means for us in more ways. But for now, I wanna encourage you to do this. Each day before you leave, I want you to remind yourself of Psalm 23, one, that the Lord is your shepherd you shall not want. And then before you go to bed, I want to encourage you to also repeat that verse to yourself and thank God for that. its truth. So I want you to start your day with it and to end your day with it and see what happens as you remind yourself that this powerful creator God is your personal shepherd. And in him, because that is true, there is nothing that you lack. There is nothing that you need. You have a relationship with him and he is enough for whatever you're going through today. God, we thank you for Psalm 23, verse one, that because Jesus died on a cross, you are our shepherd. We belong to you. We can follow your voice and your guidance and that in you, Lord, we do not lack anything. We have everything we need in a relationship with you. And I pray that that would cause us comfort and joy and worship today. We pray that in Christ's name, amen.